we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Your Health is Your Choice right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, uh, Sarah Troy, and my guest today from New York, sunny New York, I hope we've got snow here, is Moniza Ahmed. And we're going to be talking about your health and the Moniza method. What is it? Uh, she is an intuitive medicine woman, and she believes that no matter where you are with your symptoms, uh, what you are up to against in life, no matter what your doctor has told you, you can heal. She helps women 18 to 80 reverse chronic illness and autoimmune systems with medical intuition, food and supplements. And for the last 15 years, she has helped over 9,000 people. Just like the women in our audience today, she can reverse chronic and autoimmune systems. Most of them uh, have been coming and dealing with deliberately systems, not having a clear plan from their doctor and uh, floundering to figure out what really is going on. And after using the principles that she teach, uh, they had a plan to get better and they were no longer floundering, but instead on solid footing and felt better than they had in years. She also notices that people ask her for advice about their health problems. And they'd call her back telling her how much better they felt after trying what they suggested. But you know, folks, our health is our choice. There are so many different modalities out there. There isn't just the Western medicine. There is so much different type of medicine. We've also got to understand where our energy creatures and that our bodies are made out of energy and beautiful particles. And if they're not in flow, if it's not in sync, then we are out of sorts. And there's a lot of out of sorts today because there's a lot of dis-ease that causes diseases. So how do we actually address that and take our health back? Welcome to the show, Han. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Sarah. I'm excited to be here. Very honored that you're having me here on the show. And New York is snowy. <laughs> it is. You've got snow. We, we had snow this morning, the 20, well, we're doing this show on the 28th of February, folks, and winter is just trying to make sure it's going out with a bang. So, um, really? you know, that kind of brings me to that, like, recently I had a, a weird virus, um, a flu, a virus. I really couldn't identify it. It was totally different symptoms to what I've ever had before. And we're dealing with so much variant of this and variant of that these days that it's really hard to actually identify what's going on with our health. So like if we go to the doctor and we go, well, I'm feeling this, we really can't articulate very well because we're kind of all over the place right now, aren't we? And I think a lot of confusion about our health you know, it, what is it and what isn't it and how can I empower myself and what can we do about it? A lot yeah. of it feels like there's a lot of balls up the air and they're all dropping on the ground. Truly does. Yeah, it's very confusing with health because we have so many people with so many symptoms and whether somebody calls themselves chronically sick or having an autoimmune illness, sometimes it doesn't work like that. Sometimes you're just like, I'm exhausted. Yes. <laughs> I'm 
I don't feel myself, you know, I have something going on. I feel inflamed. These are all big words that people use to talk and refer to themselves as not feeling vital. And we often are looking for an answer. Can somebody tell us what we have going on? Some people are like, I'm not sick. I just don't feel my best. So maybe I'll, you know, hydrate more and go exercise or something. Um, and it's not always such a such a big label, but what I hope to help people understand and the women on your show listening to understand is that every feeling or symptom or anything that we don't feel good about, whatever shows up is always a sign that something's going on underneath and how to pay attention to that, which is so important. You know, Western medicine is kind of what I call the band-aid. You know, if they can't replace a limb or they can't address the symptom, but they're yeah. not really trained to go to the core. And really, if we really want to look at our health, there's always a core reason that may, you know, you look at the symptom and then you look at the core and you think, how do they relate to each other? But, you know, our symptoms are manifesting one thing, but the core is another problem. Well, the root cause is um, of a problem is always something really important to understand. And if I can tell you how I came to that, I think it might give your listeners an idea of, of where they could be with it. So, you know, for me, it all started when I was sitting in my car outside my doctor's office over 15 years ago. And, you know, I was exhausted. This was my 12th doctor's visit in about six months. And I tried calling my husband to update him about the appointment. He didn't answer. I called my mother. She didn't answer. And I felt utterly alone. And I was near tears because once again, my doctors had no answers. Right. The visit was over in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I barely talked for five. Yes. And the doctor looked at my chart and gave me a quick diagnosis. And he said, the reason I was exhausted is because I had chronic fatigue syndrome and I had Hashimoto's according to my blood work. And I was sensitive. And he offered me more medication. Mm -hmm. And all that did was just manage my symptoms. Mm -hmm. I had been on medication for years at, at this point. And I thought to myself, this couldn't possibly be all the answers there are. It couldn't be that I was going to be sick for the rest right. of my life. There had to be a way to heal. And I was going to find it. Mm. And I was 27 years old and newly married mm. in a new country. Mm. I was scared. I was confused. I was overwhelmed and I felt unheard by my medical doctors and I lost all hope for my mm. future. But as I sat in the car, I refused to accept that this was it. Mm. So I decided to take matters into my own hands. And like many of your listeners, including yourself, I thought, okay, I'm going to go ask another doctor. I'm going to ask Dr. Google. He will know. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Dr. Google, like so many of us have done on a late night, you know, researching my symptoms. And over the next few months, I spent a couple of thousand hours studying how to increase health and well-being. And I was so desperate that I became an expert in my own health. And mm. after doing all of this research, I've read over 800 books on health. Wow. 
I discovered that food would be pivotal to healing my symptoms. So I focused on removing inflammatory foods, increasing hydration, and starting a specific supplement routine. And what happened in the next few months was nothing short of a miracle for me. I went from being exhausted to waking up feeling better than I had in years. I went from having no answers to having a clear plan that was giving me results that no doctor could provide. And I went from managing my symptoms with medications to healing my symptoms through food. And most of all, I got my life back. Mm -hmm. So for the past 15 years, like you said, I've helped thousands of people, just like your listeners from around the world, reverse their chronic and autoimmune symptoms. And like many of you, you know, in your bones, right? That something's not right. And I knew the doctors didn't have a clue, even though they were kind and compassionate and wanted to help. And they, I was relying on medications to manage my symptoms. I knew that the meds were not the answer. So yes, I, you know, like you said earlier, I believe that no matter how poor your health is, how old you are, what you are up against in life, you can be healthy again. So the three main things to understand is, you know, identifying root causes, which we Mm -hmm. talked about, which Mm -hmm. is where I was leading to with the, the answer to your question is, you know, we have to understand the root cause of our illness. You have to have a plan to get better. How do you create healthy cells? And thirdly, how do you fix your mindset so that you can go on this journey, which is not for the faint of heart? Exactly. And, you know, the the whole root cause sometimes, I mean, we, you know, again, Western medicine is looking at a part of the body, but they never look at the whole. Right. And, you know, discord in the mind or discord in the heart or out of an equilibrium, anything, anything out of balance within us is going to throw our system off. And so, you know, the root cause very often isn't, oh, that is the the one little thing. It could be a combination of things that is then igniting Absolutely. this and igniting that. And it's like um, there is never any one size that fits all in, in the form of healing. But if we don't look at ourselves, mind, heart, body, spirit, and soul, then we're not addressing our whole health and therefore we're only sectioning ourselves and we're never going to get wholly better because we're only addressing one one problem absolutely right this is why in western medicine they have you know they have neurology urology you know they have internal medicine they have endocrinology all of these faculties are separate but when we look at the body is not disconnected from <laughs> its parts, right? We're all interconnected. We know this intuitively. And this is why I love talking about this because if you know the root cause of a problem, you can fix it. Yeah. You know, the first thing I like to tell people who are curious about what I do is really teaching them about the root causes of chronic illness. Why does this why is this important? Because if you know what is behind your symptoms, what is the root of your mm-hmm. symptoms, you can fix it. And you don't need anyone else to tell you how you just, you, if you can do this on your own in your own home. So before I share, like, what are the root causes? You know, it's really important to know what they are not. Yes. Yes. So when your doctor tells you autoimmune illness is not caused by your body attacking itself, but 
you know, you, most of the time you hear it is caused by that, but it's really not, your body's not designed to attack itself. Mm-hmm. That is the classification given to autoimmune. Chronic illness symptoms are not genetic. Our genes didn't just degrade in the last few years. You know, it's not the cards that you're dealt with. It's not just because this is in your family. So you're bound to get it. Your grandma had mm-hmm. diabetes. Your mother had diabetes. Therefore, you are going to have it. There is a connection, but it's not from our genes. Right. And then chronic illness symptoms are not just in your head. When you're tired and fatigued mm-hmm. and you go to the doctor and your blood work is all normal, the doctor says, ah, oh, you're just having a little anxiety. You're probably just, you're okay. Just rest a little more. That fatigue that's gnawing at you is not just in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's not just hormonal. So the root causes, you're, at this point, everyone's like, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> so the root causes of chronic illness is poisoning of our bodies. Mm-hmm. And yes, you heard that right. We know how do we get poison? Forming poisons. One is pathogens. Mm-hmm. Like we miss this fact. I think we're much more aware of pathogens since the pandemic. Yes. Um, like viruses and bacteria. Everyone's like hyper aware of that now. Mm-hmm. But I think it's brought more light to even chronic symptoms mm-hmm. and um, toxic heavy metals like aluminum or aluminum, as you would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, mercury. Uh, mercury. Yes. Um, arsenic. There's mm-hmm. so many of them. And then pesticides, which we all know are toxic. They come with yes. that big hazardous warning on the side of the of the bottle or the big jug. And then, of course, radiation. And we mm-hmm. all know how toxic that is. Look at what happened in Fukushima, Hiroshima, yes. Nagasaki, you know, Chernobyl. These are all examples of like radioactive poisoning that destroyed um, cities and people and lives. So these are the root causes of chronic illness symptoms. And it's really important for us to understand how the of these, of these four, the most important one that I think I like to talk about because it's the thing people have the least awareness about is the pathogens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing that I want people to walk away with understanding is that there's a big connection to inflammation with yes. the pathogens, mm-hmm. right? So we hear this word tossed around a lot where people say, well, you know, um, I have inflammation. I can feel it in my face or in my hips or in my hands. And pain is often associated Mm -hmm. with inflammation. Many people listening will resonate with, I have inflammation. But we, if you go online and you search on Dr. Google, you will find that, oh, there's a list of, you can find lists of inflammatory foods. And I want to share with you that the foods themselves are not the problem. Mm-hmm. It's the pathogens that are fed by the foods that mm-hmm. then poop out this toxic poop that causes inflammation in our body. That's the problem. Mm. So like, so, like, for example, some people can eat gluten and they're fine. Right. Yes. And some people eat gluten and they're a complete mess because of the unique pathogens that are in the body that are feeding off that gluten and creating poisons that make mm-hmm. you sicker. Right. So we have to think about pathogens like a rodent infestation in your home. Sarah, have you ever had a rodent infestation you've ever dealt with? Oh, yes. The army of mice. Yes. <laughs> yes, us too. The army of mice. So the exterminator comes to your home, mm-hmm. 
starts off with one cute little mouse and then then they move the whole family in exactly (laughs) you know my my daughter once found when we had the mouse infestation in our house she found this cute little baby mouse in her ugg boot and he was so cutely (laughs) snuggled in there but you know and it's cute they are cute but then they're infesting your home and you don't want them there so what does the exterminator tell, exterminator tell you? He tells you, okay, where are the food sources? Get yeah. rid of them, right? And the second thing he looks for is to see where they're living and he sets up traps to kill them. Mm. So we have to take the same approach with bugs in our bodies. So mm. just like with the exterminator and rodents, um, you have to eliminate the foods from your diet that the pathogen eats in your body and then causes inflammation. And you then, number two, is have to kill off that remaining pathogen in your system. So, you know, we can get into the first steps and things to do. And I'm sure people are saying, well, what are these foods? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what do I have to give up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Do I really want to hear this? Is this um, lettuce leaf left? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's important to know because actually this can change your life. So, The first step that I tell most of my clients to take is to eliminate eggs from the diet. And I know, I know everyone loves their eggs Mm -hmm. and, and they're in everything. And many people are very emotionally attached to their eggs. I was, Mm -hmm. but you know, as much as I love them, my pathogens love them even more. Mm. So eggs are actually the number one food source for pathogens and eliminating them from your diet will kickstart your healing in the right direction. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm 80% vegan. So, wow. you know, um, that 20% is the flexibility according to where I am or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, my daughter is 100%. So, of course, she's, you know, showing me all those different things. Like, we have scrambled uh, tofu. Yes. Uh, and and it looks like egg. And it tastes like egg. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. so many other things that you can have um, that can substitute where you're not actually having to give up right. something that you exactly. love. Exactly. There's so many substitutes available today. You know, it's like um, I tell people in terms of health, it's like the Charles Dickens novel, the start of it. It's the worst of times. It's <laughs> the best of times. <laughs> because it's the worst of times in, in that we have more sickness and illness on the planet yes, than ever before. I know. And we shouldn't have, right? And it's the best of times because mm. we have more solutions than we've ever yeah. had. So in a way, let's look to the, it's the best of times. Yes. <laughs> we know what to do, right? So, you know, the second thing that I want um, people to focus on, for example, I talked about, you know, how you can stop feeding the rodents or the bugs, mm. stop feeding eggs. That's the number one food. How do you kill them though? And it's with another food that's very popular, made popular by medical medium. And he talks about celery juice and Mm -hmm. celery juice is the number one most important healing tool Hmm. that that I've ever seen work. I've worked with thousands of people, including myself and my children, my husband, my father, whose story I'll tell you a little bit later. And it has been a miracle because celery juice kills pathogens. It gives your adrenals a boost, meaning you get more energy. If you want an energy booster, that's your number one tool that you can use. It's amazing for the brain, for the liver, for the heart. So adding celery juice is like setting a trap for the bugs in the body and you start to then eliminate them. 
Just so, pure celery juice? Can you mix it with something else? Or can no, is it, has it just to be pure? It has and to be pure. and you can just blend it in your blender? You want to juice it. So mm. you you can blend it, but then you want to strain it so you get the right, juice. Right, because out. all the, the yeah. little sinewy things, yeah. Or you do 16 ounces on an empty stomach every morning. Mm. And it is a game changer. So the second thing that I want my clients to understand, which is how do you create healthy cells? Like what actually makes a new cell? Well, it's the food you eat. And you can eat foods that will make healthy cells, or you can eat foods that will create sicker cells because they're feeding pathogens underlying mm. the body. So, you know, would you like to know the full list of yep. foods that feed the body? Yes. So Lay it on us. <laughs> Lay it on us. Okay. It's eggs, dairy, gluten, corn, soy, canola. These are the top foods. And the last three are corn, soy, canola are genetically modified. So it's mm. really important to be careful of those. Yes. So I know you hear this and the audience listening is hearing this going, okay, that I'm starting to feel a little overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. How can I possibly remove all these foods from my diet? They are in everything. Mm -hmm. And my father felt the same way. He had rheumatoid arthritis for 37 years. And 10 years ago, after watching my father suffer for almost three decades um, with debilitating pain, becoming bedridden at certain points, extreme fatigue, I started talking to him about creating a food plan for him to reverse his supplement, his symptoms. And at, the, at that point, he tried just about everything. My father... Sarah has traveled all over the world. He, we lived in the Middle East um, when we were growing up. So he traveled to America, Europe, Asia. I mean, everywhere on the planet, somebody told him, this will help you with your rheumatoid arthritis symptoms. And he would check it out and he would book himself in and he would go. And right from holistic treatments to mud baths and the Czech Republic to, you know, the most advanced allopathic medicine in the US to, you know, Asian herbal remedies, he's done it all. And he didn't really get excited about what I was sharing with him. He didn't think it was going to work because he said, sweetheart, I've tried everything. Yeah. And after talking with him and conversing with him, he agreed to start the supplements I recommended, but then he said he wouldn't change his diet. And many people who hear me share this story, like all of you listening, probably feel the same way as my father did. And it, you know, but I was committed to being in my dad's corner, like I am with all my clients. So when he said he couldn't make all the changes at once, mm -hmm. I said, Dad, no problem. Let's move in baby steps. Yeah. When he needed to slow down, we did. And when he felt he was stronger and he could go further with the supplements and the protocols we ramped up. And when he struggled, for example, when I told him to add in more green leafy vegetables, um, I gave him a creative solution as I do with my clients to help him meet that goal. And I have worked with my father for 10 years on dialing in his food, his supplements, his detoxification. And I'm so happy to share that he is practically pain-free today. Mm. able to move, work out and live a normal life mm -hmm. that he couldn't do for almost 40 years. And I don't want people listening to struggle for even a day more than they have to. And how much longer are we willing to suffer with symptoms? At what 
point is the cost of dealing with our symptoms, the point where it gets to being unbearable. For my father, it was when he was told, sir, your only pain option now is morphine. Yeah. And that's when my father opened up to other ideas because he knew living on morphine meant he wasn't going to live a life. Right. So every doctor my father met told him he had autoimmune symptoms where his body was attacking itself and that it would never heal. And while everyone else is telling you that your body is attacking itself, I'm telling you that it is pathogens and bugs attacking your body. And yeah. this, my friends, is good news because guess what? Now we can eliminate them. About it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, have you come across people with fibromyalgia? Yes, many. And so, I mean, I've had it 25 years plus. Um, and sorry. again, I've tried many different modalities. And, and a lot of it is my mindset. You know, I know that it's there and sometimes it's a challenge and I have to give into it. Uh, uh, otherwise, it's, we're in partnership and it lets me do what I need to do. But I have certain limitations of what I can and cannot do. Yes. Um, and it, it's, uh, you know, I've, I know it's a, a mostly an inflammation type thing. I cook a lot with turmeric. Um, yeah. anti-inflammatories and and take various supplements and things like this um i am mostly a vegetarian i love my veggies um and yeah. eat about six of those every night um but it is it's it's still one of those challenges of you know of of managing it or trying to find a way like the pathogens really makes a good you know really good point i'm going to go and buy celery and start blending for sure um but it's um Things like fibromyalgia, when I was the, you know, um, told I had this 25 years ago, as I said, I probably had it beforehand. Nobody knew what it was. And yeah. now we're seeing it kind of like the diabetes of everything where everybody's got it. And this has to come down to our food and our lifestyle that it's so prevalent now, you know, like type 2 diabetes. Great deal of that uh, is diet and stress. Right. So there's so many things that we can combat that were not a norm. Even cancer is even more on the growth now than it ever used to be. And we have yeah. to stop and look and go, but what is it about our lifestyle? We've stepped more into opulence. You know, yeah. we can have more, we can consume more. But is our food organic? Is our food GMO? Is our food uh, contaminated with pesticides? And we've got to be very mindful of what we put in. Because yeah. what we put in can be extremely the, you know, the devil inside that is uh, consuming you from the inside out. Yes. Well, fibromyalgia is also rooted in a pathogen and it's the Epstein-Barr virus that is mm. actually at the root of fibromyalgia. And I've helped many, many women reverse that completely and they live a pain-free life. That would be where very they nice. Hmm. Where, they, where, <laughs> where they don't have to manage it because, Sarah, as you know, living with chronic symptoms, you put a ton of en energy, mental yes. and physical and spiritual into managing yeah. how you feel every day. Yeah. And what could you do with that energy yes. if you didn't have to manage your symptoms every day? Exactly. And, you know, the biggest thing, the underlying thing is fatigue, which yes. I think is is when you look across at all of these diseases that are, that are slowing you down is that energy interrupters where, you know, when you look at a cell phone and your phone is still working fine, but the battery is not charging fully every time. Right. Right. And slowly, you know, it's diminishing that battery life. 
however many times you charge it up. And that's very much of what fibro feels, uh, feels like. You never feel fully charged. Right. And that's actually true to many autoimmune conditions mm -hmm. because of the way viruses work, mm -hmm. right? It's a very good point that you bring up because many of us struggle with whether it's Lyme disease, which I have battled and asthma and allergies and asthma. like I mentioned, chronic fatigue, <laughs> right? And um, my father with rheumatoid arthritis, debilitating conditions, viruses end up in your organs. And when they do, they literally zap your energy, yes. right? Which is why fatigue is so common to so many chronic issues. Mm -hmm. So the understanding this piece and then understanding that your adrenals, which are these two small glands that sit on top of your kidneys, mm -hmm. they are the ones getting zapped out and weaker. How to support them when you go on this journey will help somebody later on down the line be able to, you need your energy to fight these viruses and to recover yourself. So if you're not taking care of your adrenals, how will you recover? And yeah. this is another big missing piece that many people miss because they think that the fatigue is just because, well, I didn't get a good night's sleep mm -hmm. or I'm really busy at work or I have three children and I'm, you know, we always um, make an excuse. <laughs> yes. I think what we've done is normalize yeah. tired. Mm -hmm. And I am on a mission to denormalize. Yes. It's not normal to be tired. No. And, and, and not tired, not at, at, in your teens, not, in your twenties and and not even in your sixties and seventies, right? You can. I mean, I I live with an eighty nine year old, and in a few months she'll be ninety. She has more stamina and more strength than I do. And I, one of the things, there's a couple of things. One of it is that she gets into a deep retina sleep mm. and sleeps deeply. Um, I'm one of these people. If I get two or three hours deep sleep, I'm hallelujahing. Yes. Right, and she's she's gets into that deep sleep. The orange, the other thing is, which is is a theory of mine, orange pico tea. Uh -huh. She is she drinks that tea all the time. Black. My mum did too. She lived to ninety five. And a lot of other people that are seniors, I've asked them what tea they drink, and they drink that. And I think there's something in the tea, you know, <laughs> that I think it might be a gut um, enforcer, um, because I can't drink that tea. I, uh -huh be sick immediately what happens when you drink the tea you get vomit sick. vomit yeah. right so you know so it's really really interesting and we also look at you know our elders and i'm probably that last generation i'm 68 so i'm probably that last generation before pesticides became the norm of eating yeah. really fresh you know farm to table food um but they grew up with wholesome food and, mm -hmm. you know, they may not have eaten it as, as abundantly as we do because we become rather gluttonous with our food. Um, but they ate wholesome food that really built them up. And I think that's yeah. why we saw less disease back then. They had the same amount of stress. They went through wars and things like that. But Absolutely. Um, Their stress was not less than ours. Nah. I, I, I think survival creates a big stress on people. Yeah. And, and back in the day, survival was a big problem. Yeah. Um, I believe that they also didn't have as many pathogens. Yes. There were, right? So if you look at the spike of chronic illness, it started in the late 50s and 60s and then went from there. So people born around that time, before that time, even my mother is pretty healthy. And I look at the amount of stress she endures and she does better than I do sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like much younger than her. And, and so- 
it um it it's really important to understand why right and if you know why if you know the root causes you can fix it and the and the other thing is also sara as you alluded to earlier as well shifting your mindset if you believe that you cannot heal like if you believe any of those myths about what really causes chronic illness and yeah. you believe that you know it's autoimmune my body's attacking itself it's genes i'm just older you know i'm a woman it's that time of the month therefore i should get these symptoms yeah. no it's got nothing to do with any of those things and those are in our mind those can actually make us think there's nothing really that i can do about this so i'm just yeah. gonna let it go right but we, we feel powerless of, we yeah, feel, you feel powerless. powerless and mm. helpless so you and and it's not to say that people have this mindset on purpose. No. They have been led to believe certain things. But what I'm here to tell you is that you can shift your beliefs from I cannot heal for whatever reason, fill in the blank, to and that there's no hope for you to I can heal. Mm-hmm. Right. The reason we're talking about this today is because when you don't have hope, mm-hmm. you won't take any of the necessary steps that you need to take in order to get yourself better. But when you do have hope, you'll do whatever it takes. And that's why I could work with my father for 10 years because he gained a glimmer of hope. Mm -hmm. You know, so when, like I mentioned before, when I started him on his supplements, within three months, he had to go get some blood work done and his blood work came back for the first time. Rheumatoid arthritis patients have to get C-reactive protein tested, for example, and his C-reactive protein for the first time in almost 40 years was down Mm -hmm. and he couldn't believe it. And he's looking at his numbers going, do you, he said, Manisa, because I was always with him and we worked out, worked on his numbers together. And he said, what do you think this is because of this, because of the supplements? And I knew it was, but I said, what do you think? And he said, yeah, I, I think they could be making a difference because he'd never seen this before. Right. So, you know, many of you are probably thinking that, you know, there's no options for you. Like you Mm. lost that hope. Maybe you feel like you can make some progress with your health, but there's really no chance of a complete reversal. Mm. I can hope to feel a little better. I'll manage my symptoms, but yeah, I'll just have to live with this for the rest of my life. And I'm here to tell you that there's more hope for better and improved health than ever before. There's hope for total reversal of symptoms. And if my father can be entirely, almost practically pain-free after a lifetime of excruciating pain, mm-hmm. you can too. You exactly. can too. Right. I think of the, the free will. I mean, this is why this particular show is called Your Health is Your Choice. Yeah. You have to put yourself into the mindset, like I may not know how to do it, Uh, I do not know what the results are going to be, but I am going to give it a try and see where it goes. The willingness to explore. And, you know, you may take a few different roads before you find that one that really this is the combo. This is what's working. And this is where I'm seeing the results. But when we give up and go, well, it's useless. Then what we're doing is telling pain, you've won and you can take over. Right. So, I mean, for me, it is something I battle with every single day. And it's like uh, fatigue or not. I mean, this last peculiar virus that I got hit with, which was just so unidentifiable to anything I've ever had, flattened me. 
flattened Sorry. me. And it was, um, and I kind of would crawl out of bed, and do a show and then back to bed again <laughs> and then do any work I had to do from bed. Um, and it was really peculiar because it was so different to what I've had before. Mm. And normally, you know, a couple of days and I'll, I'm back at it, right? You've had your chance. I'm now back at it. Um, yeah. But it's, we've got to actually understand sometimes that there are some things that are just a lot more powerful than than we're used to and they kind of take charge of the bus <laughs> and they charge us fair they do take over I'm really sorry to hear that you struggled so much um, and I want to comment on that a little bit because I don't like to think of these viruses as more powerful than us right because we are God-given immune systems mm-hmm. are more powerful than any anything else if we give it the right weapon i.e nutritionals and good food yeah you know it's the same analogy as you know if there's probably some car aficionados listening or maybe you're married to one (laughs) or (laughs) partnered with one but you know guys typically my husband also loves his cars and knows a lot about them and you wouldn't if you had a really high-end car like a you know class a Mercedes or you had a Bentley, a really high-end car, what kind of fuel would you put in it? Would you put diesel in it? Absolutely not. People, when I say this and the guys who know about cars or even the women, they'll cringe. They'll be like, oh no, you wouldn't do that. Why? Because you won't get the performance from the car that you need it to have. But if you put premium unleaded fuel into the car, it will perform like a dream, like it's supposed to. And that's another piece that's missing for people Mm. is understanding what is premium fuel for the human body. Yes. Right. It's the same with viruses on a computer. You know that that virus can contaminate the whole computer if you don't delete it. Yet when it comes to our bodies, and that's mostly because we haven't got a pop-up telling us you've got a virus in your body, right? We've kind of got to assume because of the foods out there, because of the air quality, because of everything else, that we are being hit with pathogens every day and that we do need to be on guard and and put that that preventative barrier up there before we allow it to do damage. Right. And so look at how, you know, let's look at a pre-pandemic time Mm -hmm. where you could go out and be in a room where somebody had the flu, but you wouldn't get it, but other people would. What's the difference? The difference isn't the pathogen. It's the same pathogen. Mm -hmm. The difference is in the strength of your immune system. Yeah. And our immune systems and our, you know, the word health actually has the word heal in it. Yes. And that tells us something is that health is built on this constant impulse of the human body to repair itself, to heal itself, to be yes, better. To rejuvenate. Like to rejuvenate, just like if you cut yourself or break a bone, mm-hmm. the body knows how to get you better. It has an innate intelligence on how to do that. Mm-hmm. So does it with chronic symptoms. So mm-hmm. it knows if you feed it the right materials. The problem is we don't know what those materials are to heal tiredness, to heal fatigue, mm-hmm. to heal exhaustion. We think many people rely on coffee or yeah. black tea or chocolate or caffeinated drink to give them energy. But what all that's doing, like when the medical world, it's a bandaid, it's mm-hmm. a cover, right? Mm-hmm. What if you, if you pulled the bandaid off, what would you see underneath? You would see really weak adrenals. Yeah. So 
that's that's really important. It's a really important piece to know. It was interesting because I, I saw something on social media the other day where the guy was talking about fibromyalgia and the Epstein bar, which I had actually never had been addressed with me before. And I've done numerous shows on fibro, but that never have actually been addressed before. And then, of course, you bring it up as well. And it's like, um, if that was the root cause. That's the root cause of it. And so, okay, knowing that now, what can I do to support that um, yeah. so that it can be supportive of the rest of my body? When we are in distress or at dis-ease, you know, there is something that's overworking in our body, trying to mend something else. And if yeah. it's not given the right tools, you know, i.e. the nutritionals or the cleansing or the this or that, then, you know, it's it's fighting a losing battle because mm -hmm. we haven't given it the right tools in order to fight it. And very often we're giving tools to something where really it's fighting the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> and the enemy yeah. is over there and you can't see it. <laughs> oh, you're feeding it. You're feeding, feeding the enemy. It. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's a really important piece. So with fibro, for example, addressing the root cause, like eliminating the foods that we talked about, those would need to go. Like, and and this is the thing that people sometimes will struggle with. My father did. Like he would say, you know, I'm okay with gluten. Like gluten, you know, doesn't affect me at all, but I feel better when I take the other foods out. And he included gluten for a long time. And then he was still having symptoms. And I said, dad, you know, you might want to, mm -hmm. would you consider this? You know, we come from Pakistan. So mm -hmm. chapatis and flatbread are a huge part of our yes. diet and he loves his chapati. Mm -hmm. So, and, and so I, it was a difficult call. I'm like, well, you might want to try it. And he did. And he noticed changes. So it's not always that you may not notice a change, but doing this because we know that these foods feed the bugs, taking them out can make a big difference. And, and it accumulates over time. So baby steps add up, adding in celery juice every day. Now I've been doing celery juice every day for 10 years. Um, and I love it. It feeds my body. I feel amazing on it. So that's a, a, st a step that you can start with. And then of course, I, you know, when I work with people, I give them a specific supplement routine for their bodies that's customized to them. And, you know, but these are great starting points. I mean, and I, and I share so many of these starting points in, um, I have a free seven day video series. That's like for beginners, um, which is your roadmap to healing chronic illness. And it's, it takes you through the baby steps of the process, step by step by step. So you know what you can do to literally take control over your health in seven days. Mm. You become the driver. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you know, back to our health is our choices that there is always an answer. You know, they, like they say in the Amazon, there, there may be a disease, but there's a cure a few feet away. You know, and we've yeah. just got to be willing to to try things. And, you know, and, and yes, for some people, when cutting this all out at once is a little difficult. Okay, right, baby steps. What can you yeah. cut out right now that's really detrimental? And then as you feel better, you'll, you know, feel more confident to cut the next thing out and the next thing out. And it's not just cutting it out, it's what do you replace it with? Because, yeah. you know, it's not just like, well, you can't have that anymore. Like your dad could have gluten-free you know, yes. bread and, and things did. like that. We, right. And that's you. So like I said, this is where the best of times comes in because we have so many choices yes. today. 
you know, even more so than ever before. I mean, ever really, before. even replacements for corn tortilla chips, are, yes. you get corn free, grain free tortilla chips, you can find gluten free breads, gluten free pastas, you can find so many options. I have a whole blog of recipes on my website, mm. which I've created, including pizzas and pastas and all this mm. yummy food that my children love to eat, my husband loves to eat. Even I, I specialize in, in changing our Pakistani recipes like biryani and lentils, dals and things like that to a more healing friendly um, recipe so that you can enjoy those flavors and not give up yummy, delicious flavors because you're healing. And yeah, I think, I, I, go ahead. And, and I had a doctor on here where we did a, a three-part series. He was a cancer doctor, um, um, or heart actually, heart doctor. But anyway, he was talking about that grains are not meant to be for humans. Grains are for the animals. They've got the digestive system for them. And that the grains for us are just too much uh, in our body. And uh, we can't break them down and they become more detrimental. They can for some people if their digestion is weakened mm-hmm. or sore. And if you have bacteria in your gut, which like, for example, many of us know what strep throat is, you know, yep. that it's streptococcus bacteria in your throat. But the thing people don't know is that strep can go deeper into the body. It can mm-hmm. go into the gut. It, and often it does. It can go into the bladder for women, mm-hmm. the vagina and, you know, eyes and yes infections all are caused by strep even sinus infections so there's many things that strep can do and one of the things that strep can do is that it can make it harder to tolerate grain Mm. so even though it doesn't feed grain is not feeding strep but it can just be harder because it's harder to digest and your digestion may be weakened by it so there's many factors, including the strength of your liver, the strength yeah. of this organ, which is paramount in digestion, the strength of your stomach acid, paramount in digestion, play a big role in the digestion of your food. Some people struggle with eating a lot of, even people who eat meat sometimes struggle with it, even, and they may not make the connection that it's the meat that they're struggling with or dairy that they're struggling with, but only when you eliminate it, can you then see more clearly what that was and what you do to replace it. I mean, fruits, vegetables, I mean, potatoes, sweet potatoes, squashes, but you know, butternut squash, kabocha squash, love them, love love them, them. love them. (laughs) Bean peas, lentils, chickpeas are great to bring in as well as when you're transitioning out. There's so many options. And, and for those of you who are wondering when I said those six foods, you know, animal protein in the form of meat or fish does not feed viruses. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, Sarah is 80% vegan and you know, I'm more plant-based as well. And I cannot do that. You don't have to do that. You can right. totally keep in a portion of animal protein in your diet and still heal. Yeah. But what it depends on is what kind of symptoms are you facing? Cause some people you had a cancer doctor on mm-hmm. or a heart doctor mm-hmm. on those certain conditions do better when you're plant-based there's a reason for yes that, yeah. right um and so it's really important to be aware of what you have going on the sicker you are sometimes the more strict you have to become but also the sicker you are the slower you need to go because you're so full of poisons and pathogens that it, it, if you yeah. too many drastic changes yes. you won't feel good no no it, it'd be too toxic on the body to try and detox too fast yeah. so it's a slow step you know i had a wonderful um 
host on for five years, uh, Suma Nathan. She retired in her, when she was 82. And she was originally called like snake oil woman back in the 60s because, you oh know, introducing Avida and, and, you know, other alternatives, etc. And But she would always say the most important organs are the kidney, colon and liver. For if yeah. they're in trouble, the rest of the body is in trouble. Wow. Yes. Kidney, the inner organs are the most important. I yeah. think a lot of ancient uh, medical practices like Chinese medicine is recognized yes. the importance of the liver. But even today, uh, the importance of the liver, the spleen, you know, the inner organs matters a lot. And I think Western medicine isn't always mm. focused on, they look at our blood. Yes. They look for masses and with diagnostics, they can mm -hmm. look for where problems exist, but they're not looking at the health of the organ itself, mm -hmm. what is really going on with it? They can to a degree, but they're not super focused on making these inner organs healthy. And even alternative practitioners aren't actually focused on improving the health of your inner organs. And the number one organ in chronic illness is your liver. Yes. You have to focus on because it plays a role in detoxification. It plays a role in nutrient distribution. Mm -hmm. It plays a role in storage of glucose. It plays a role in fat management, blood sugar management. I mean, it has six very major roles, including nutrient density. So many of our livers are don't have enough nutrients, don't hold enough glucose, are not able to do the power work that they're able to do. And they're too dirty. When they're too dirty, they cannot be the filter they're supposed to be. Right. So these are all elements of healing that you learn to educate yourself on slowly, and, and, and as you learn more, you're able to do more and you then understand why you're doing it. Cause when yes. you know why you're doing it, you can have more hope and commit more to it. Yeah. It, it's really interesting because, you know, I've had numerous kind of tests and things through the years and it's, it's like, well, you know, your heart is good. You know, the, the structure of you is good. It's like the wiring is off. <laughs> so you know i'm like a good old-fashioned car that keeps on ticking but you know every night you, t you turn on the, the windshield wiper and the radio comes on you know the, the wiring is off there and it's like the well if that's the case if the structure is good and it's kind of the way what's causing the wiring to be off what's out of sync right there's this some crossed wires going on somewhere and you know one of the thing with the ibs is um uh, with the fibromyalgia is ibs and it's yeah. the sensitivity of the stomach. And, you know, I've had the the old uh, colon colostomy and they say, no, your stomach is actually really healthy. Um, so I don't know what the problem is, right? So clearly it's obviously the pathogens and the inflammation that's causing all of the problem because the structure itself seems to be okay. And, you know, it's yeah. obviously what's going See, in what the structure. For, the medical diagnostics aren't looking for Mm. pathogens if right. they were looking for pathogens directly we would see a lot more of it yes. um and it would come up in tests if we had the right kinds of tests yes. so and ibs as you mentioned is caused by streptococcus bacteria like i said it's one of the bugs that can go into the gut and cause problems it would be considered a cofactor infection to epstein-barr which mm. is very very common right. meaning that when you have epstein-barr you'll have a cofactor of strep as well Lovely. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, we're, we look at a house and we know that if we don't clean it, bacteria is going to build up. Germs are going to spread. Yes. Right. Now, we yes. can be disorganized and it could be messy. But the most important thing is cleansiness. We also know that we look at history that so many diseases spread and so many people died through lack of hygiene. 
Mm -hmm. right so but yeah. what people forget it's not just the hygiene on the outside it's the hygiene on the inside most important mm -hmm. <laughs> yes the inside and we're not told that no we're not and so cleansing the body see that's why i started my talk talking about poisons mm -hmm. because poisons are what cause us to become dirty on the inside yes yes and if you know what they are you can get rid of them and you know the tools to use for specific poisons we have this information today that can help you see how to intelligently use use this. So, for example, if I, you know, if I opened up a box of Lego and I threw it all onto the floor and I got rid of the instruction booklet, how would you know how to put that Lego together? Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's tiny little pieces and one piece has to go in this spot for it to work. To it's, build like the it's like right. a puzzle. It's like a puzzle. You haven't got the picture. And you're trying if to make you, sense you, of it out of all the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> if you miss a piece in the wrong mm. spot, you won't build it right. right. And that's the same with health information. You have to know which pieces fit and what they do. Like, what is the purpose of fruits and vegetables? There's specific purposes of like wild blueberries that mm. are the most high in antioxidants. They actually heal the brain. They work with removing toxic heavy metals. And you have to know this information in order for you to be able to heal. You have to know that apples are a really big part of detoxification. You know, the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away has some truth to it. Yes. So, you know, how many apples can you eat? You, you know, if you didn't know that apples are super hydrating, you may not go to them yeah. as a hydration food. You know, if you didn't know that oranges contain a very specific kind of calcium that's very bioavailable to us or that sesame seeds contain a, a calcium that can reverse osteoporosis like you have to know these things in order to be able to put the foods together to help you heal and as many conditions as there are and many as many symptoms as there are we have the foods available here on the planet to help us reverse them yep the, you know, the, was, the cure is always there right it's yeah. my, my <clears throat> father, when i was a little girl he always told me and I learned this from him for the first time in the Quran. He said, um, it says that there is a cure for all things in nature. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I first started to change my diet and I healed asthma, I healed severe allergies. You know, I started to remember what he told me. And this has sort of stuck with me. And God, for whatever sickness exists on earth, God has provided us. Yes. To reverse it. And if we remember this and we go to this and, and go to this wisdom and take this wisdom into our heart, then we know that we can turn things around. Like my doc, my father's doctors are in shock that mm. he is where he is today with his RA because they told him 10 years ago, you're going to just live un be unable to live your life after this. Right. So I hope that people take this to heart. We have the solutions. Yeah. You, you talked about, um, you know, the, the blueberries. There's this wonderful vitamin called B17. They call mm -hmm. it the cyanide vitamin. And there's certain nuts and berries and legumes and millet and things like this. And when people use these as, as a, a part of their everyday diet, you know, the, the, the B17 formula, the cyanide formula goes after pathogens, little cancer cells and things like this. Anything that is in the body that shouldn't be in there and it, pat, 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 you know, eats them up. And uh, <clears throat> the Western medicine looked at this as a threat and they literally went after people who were practicing the B17 formula. 
and mm -hmm. you know try to villainize it as the cyanide you're trying to kill people da, 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 where it's like very often and there's a wonderful educational show on it on how uh, poisons understanding poisons and using poisons in the right way can be the cure uh, and that you know so many people have understood this poison is poisonous in this format take it in this format and it's now the cure right so the thing is don't get blocked by a label of something you know look deeper uh responsibly deeper obviously researchable deeper into what can be the solution and just be willing to open up our minds a lot more to the answers that are there because we've become so dependent on what the doctors say. I have a sister and brother who are going through numerous health right now. I keep begging my brother to go holistic way for the answers for what he needs. And I just get, mm. and my sister won't because her doctors have always threatened her. If she does, they won't treat her anymore, which I think is irresponsible. And they're too fearful to try well, anything else. That this idea which I don't purport to at all or subscribe to at all is that you either have to do one or the other. Yeah. And I think that we can have a marriage between the two. There's a place for both planning. of them. Mm -hmm. There is a place for mm -hmm. both of them. Emergency medicine, I believe is the best yeah. medicine on the planet. Yeah. And, you know, if you break a bone, you hack, mm -hmm a doctor to be mm. able to fix that for you no or... matter herb is going to you know over time it can rebuild right. it but it actually needs to be put right. back into place <laughs> right and and when we are struggling and unstable when mm. you're unstable so if you're in a lot of pain you become unstable if you are you know dealing with sodium potassium issues you can become unstable and life-threateningly unstable if you're dealing with um you know you've got severe um, mental issues or yes. mental health issues and you need to be able to stabilize yourself sometimes medication has a place yes it's not a forever place no because I think that's where we miss um, the boat mm. but there is a place to help it stabilize you and then use the tools that we have yeah to heal your body so you don't have to rely on this medication forever exactly I've had so many of my clients who've been on meds and be able to go back to their doctors and say, hey, doc, I don't want to take this anymore because I feel better. You know, let's start to wean me off this. And they've been able to come off pain meds, thyroid meds, mm. you know, other long term diabetic medication too. Yes. diabetes is also reversible. You don't have to be on, um, you insulin. know, metformin or, or insulin or whatever else they put you on. If you heal the root of the problem, you don't right. need that fix. But if you are diabetic and you don't get insulin, you can die. Yeah. So there is a place for that. And understanding, I think it's very important to understand that there's a good relationship that can be had. I work with a lot of doctors too. And we have these conversations, which to me are the most fascinating yeah. because I'm, I'm asking other people to be open-minded and I want to be open-minded myself. So it's really important to hear the place that, Doctors really have good knowledge and know how to help us. And most doctors are super compassionate. They go into yeah. a very noble yeah. field. I wanted to be a doctor too um, and ended up not being one. But but I, I think I've got the best of both worlds because I work with so many people with so many different backgrounds. People are on meds. I have sometimes people on eight, nine meds and we can still work with them and help them feel better. 
It's it's so it about, you know, addressing the emergency situation, being able to fix things like that bone or even amputees or heart transplants and all these type right. of things that are incredible. Yeah. But one of the things where Western medicine is lacking is the sustainability of yeah. the body. Um, you know, great at repairing uh, in the moment, but not on the sustainability of what we need. And that's something that really our forefathers used to pass down to us. You know, it was in the diet. It was it was uh, something you bought up with. You knew which foods to eat. And although, you know, yes, people died of bacteria because we didn't have the antibiotics and things like that back then, we did see people being a lot healthier. Look at what they did, how much walking they did, how much labor they did, you know, how strong they were back then compared to where we are today. And a great deal of that came from the really good nutrition from the uncontaminated soil and the balance of food that they ate. Yes, yes. It's so important to bear that in mind. And you're <laughs> so right because food that was nutrient dense, I mean, up to 100 years ago, mm. um, our soils had nutrition in them, nutrients in yes. them. In the past, even more than 100 years, I would say 120 years or so, our soils have started to deplete. So if you're growing food in soils that are weaker, the food isn't going to have as much nutrition in it. It's not being allowed to re-nutritionalize before we replant, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, and many commercial farms aren't working with that mindset. Right. So our, even if we're buying organic food, it's still not as nutritionally strong as it was 100 years ago. Yes. So yes, there is more nutrition available 100 years ago through the food um, but also people didn't have as many pathogens. So in a way, they had more going for them. Mm. But the thing that got them was hygiene and, yes. you know, hygienic practices. So yes, bacterial infections and things like that were more common. But as we have improved our hygiene, our infection rates have come down yeah. significantly mm. today, right? So we now are we've now got to deal with the infection on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> the contamination. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, stress plays a huge part in our health. And, you know, when we when we are stressed out about something, we, you know, we're back to that dis-ease, we can bring about diseases because we are blocking the chi, the energy. We're, you know, we're, we are everything about us tightens up constricts and becomes yeah. part of a detriment so our mindset and uh, our practices you know literally take a breath you know yeah. be present center all of these things are extremely important because it's not just about just the pathogens and the organs it, yeah. you know it is a it, our skin is the biggest organ Mm -hmm. What are we putting on it? You know, you may be yeah. cleaning the pathogens from the inside, but now you're putting some creams on that have got stuff in there that have been, been absorbed by the skin. So yeah. we really have to read labels. We really got to take that extra time to do the research as what really is good for our body and then be willing to go through the process of what's good for you as you take them. This is really good. I can fortify that. That one isn't doing so much for me. Pay attention to your own body. Yes, yeah, so much so. I mean, this is why, Sarah, I created, um, I put together a little Amazon store just with a, it's literally just a collection of clean products, mm. healthy snack swaps, healthy mm. pantry options, because these are the questions I get every yes. single day. Meniza, I'm looking for an alternative to, um, you know, corn tortilla chips that my son loves. 
<laughs> they're on the snack and they're on the store, right? So finding clean options, they're out there. You can look for them, but be aware because 70% of what you put on your skin goes into your blood. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, there was another wonderful show that I did some years ago, which was really quite fascinating. And it was chakra eating. And that if you are craving a particular food of a particular color, it means that particular part of your chakra needed to be fortified. Right. And it's like we, we mustn't forget why we're taking care, not just over our well-beingness, but our psychic well-beingness, our spiritual well-beingness, yeah. that must be brought into the equation because when we are in our pure spirit, then we are actually enabling our body to heal. And then along with the right nutrition and the right food and the right attitude, especially one of gratitude, we're working together collectively as a whole. Well, I think a lot of... um you know, color rich food is important because color signifies the presence of antioxidants mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, phytonutrients and really powerful. Like if you look at highly pigmented fruits and vegetables, like wild blueberries, they will leave a stain, you know, shaga will leave a stain. It's very high in antioxidants and it's Beetroot. dark brown in color. <laughs> yep. Beets can leave a stain and spirulina can mm. leave a dark green stain because these foods these three in particular or turmeric like you like yes. to add into food um leaves a stain these are indicative of strong antioxidant powers in these foods so yeah. that's what it correlates to so much that mm -hmm. we need to feed uh, our bodies we need to feed our our um it's about building back nutrient deficiencies yeah because we have so many of them these foods that are high in deep color will replenish nutrient deficiencies in your body and will power and strengthen you against pathogens. Yeah. Will strengthen you against what you are fighting. The, mm -hmm. They will strengthen you against the poisons. The stronger you make this temple yeah. of your body, the, the more it can work for you, support you, protect you, and help you heal. And, and to... And, and you're so right also about that mindset, right? Our mindset and what we think when people get stressed, I want everyone to know that you're, it's not just your thoughts mm. that are making you sick. That's not so direct. What happens is that when you get stressed, you produce a lot of adrenaline, right? You start to feel that cortisol running or the uh, adrenaline running. And we can be, a, we know when that's happening, right? Yeah those triggers of adrenaline can actually feed the bugs as well. When That's why when some people will say to me, Manisa, I lost my mother last year and I my health has tanked and I haven't been the same. Why do people say things like that? It's mm -hmm. not because they haven't gotten over the grief. Mm -hmm. That's not why, but it triggered something. Like even after childbirth, women yes. will say, oh my gosh, I'm just, I've got all these symptoms. I'm exhausted. I have no libido. I'm struggling. And that happens because adrenaline just took over and it triggered these bugs into waking up a little bit more. And that's why we don't feel well. So I want people to know that it's not just that you had a thought and you made yourself mm. sick. It's, it's deeper than that. And it's yes. a really important connection. And why I talk about pathogens over and over and over and over again, because they're linked to so much of what is wrong in our bodies. Mm. The big enemy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, uh, 
there, as you said, the, the answers are all there. You've done the research. So you've already ahead of the game. You work with people, you know, one-on-one -on -one as to which nutrients are best for them for their situation. And obviously, you know, first thing we've got to do is take out that celery machine gun and start killing off those pathogens and then make yeah. sure that we're not putting them back in with the yeah. wrong foods. And, you know, if we kind of say to ourselves, you know what, I can't trade this vehicle in in five years. This vehicle yeah. is with me till the day I leave it. Uh, so I need to honor it. I need to honor this temple. And if I want to get the most out of life, if I want to be the most productive out of life, then I've got to look after the temple that is housing all of that. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> I, I think taking care of our bodies and putting, listening to the little whisperings of our body is so important because we often ignore the whispers because they're not that loud and we can override them. And then we only end up listening when there's a sledgehammer over our head and we're like, oh. Like, <laughs> the cosmic do battle, wackaroo, yes. <laughs> and, and this is, you know, kind of one of my arguments in, in a lot of the way we're living nowadays. We've become headliners. We become sensationalized by the headliners, but we're not looking at the content or the context of the content. We're not willing to go deeper and look deeper or listen deeper or be more present. And I think this is one of the detriments that we're doing to our body. We've become too quick fix, too instant gratification. And we've got to know that that is a detriment to our psyche, to our well-beingness, to our body. And that we've really got to be in tune with our body, mind, heart, body, spirit, and soul, and really listen to it and really listen to the people that can put us on track to looking after ourselves. There is no quick fix. You've got to understand you in order for your body to become healthy, you've got to get rid of everything that's making it unhealthy and then but allow it, didn't it to rejuvenate. Overnight. No. It, it's, it happened it's been over your decades, lifetime. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It took you a few decades to get sick yeah. and it's going to take the body is so forgiving that it doesn't take decades to get better. No, the body actually heals much more quickly than we end up getting sick, which tells you mm -hmm. about the power of the human body. Exactly. But it's not an overnight thing. Sometimes it's not even a one year thing. You have to have some patience, but you will get there and you will heal and you can turn things around for yourself. And, you know, one step at a time. Yes. In our own self-discovery of who we are, why we are, and what we're here to do, what's our contribution to life, is the same thing to do with our own health and well-beingness. One step at a time. If we look at life of what's in front of us in this moment and deal with this moment, the next moment is so much easier. Yes. By avoiding this moment, it backs up to the next moment, and all of a sudden you've got too many moments on top of each other, and then it's overwhelming and you do nothing. So yes. just take it one yes. step at a time. And also, I believe that when we are healing our bodies, we actually also heal our soul. We mm -hmm. heal our spirit. We heal something else deeper within us. Ask anyone who's been on a journey with chronic illness, and you can see that there's a certain resilience, a certain compassion, a dropping of judgment that comes from these people who have battled suffering for so long. Yeah. And so you heal on every level. The body is not discriminate no. on which parts heal. 
So when you start cleansing the body and you start to remove pathogens and toxic heavy metals and pesticide residues that are lying in your liver and your brain and, and in your muscles, you start to pull them out. Everything will start to improve. Things will get better overall. And so while the order of healing is determined by the intelligence of your body, it's not discriminant in that. It won't just say, well, you're doing it for your shoulder. So only the shoulder is going to get better right. or you're doing it for your fibro. So only the fibro will get better and the gut won't get better. Right. It doesn't work like that. Right. When things heal, they all start to heal simultaneously to some degree, because if you support the adrenals, which supports everything else, you will feel overall better. If you heal the liver, which supports your entire body, you will feel overall better. So it's important to understand how it works as well. So you don't have to then go separately, go off and do soul healing, although many yeah. people do and get emotional support. But as you heal the physical body and you get rid of the poisons from mm -hmm. your body, and from your brain, your soul, naturally you build, your intuition increases. Mm -hmm. And intuition is a big thing that I work with because I'm a medical intuitive. Yeah. And so I've noticed that as I've healed over the years and gotten rid of poisons over poisons in my body, my intuition has become so yeah. sharp right? And there's instant feelings about things. That, and it's not explicable. This is not, you know, I always say that our intuition, our, our logic and, 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 and our left brain, our sort of analytical brain is in, it's a servant of intuition, not mm -hmm. the other way around. I agree. So, I call it the knowingness. Yes, the knowingness and what have you. But what I'm saying is the most, so when we heal, we think, okay, we're getting our lives back, but you get more than that. Yeah. You get your soul back. You, you get, get your, your beingness back. <laughs> you get your purpose back, Sarah, yeah. right? You yes. start to be more tuned to, gosh, my body's healing and I've got this other chance of in life. Yeah. What What would I really like to do with this time? Because when you're sick, you've been bedridden. I've been bedridden mm. as well for, for a couple of years, right? So when you're lying there, you're like, what do I want to do with my life? Exactly. How do I want to spend my time when and I And I don't there? have any energy. I'll think about it tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that happens too. <laughs> but also, I think what people have to be wary of too, while you are detoxing, your body is going to go through a few things. This is not an adverse reaction to what you are doing it is your body thanking you for what you're doing and those toxins are going to come out in various ways well you know either you know the bowels or the urine or the skin or something else those toxins are going to come out in different ways and you might even feel more tired initially as the, as you're detoxing until those toxins start filtrationing through your body so please be kind to your body in the process, especially the initial process of yeah. the onslaught of fighting those uh, those pathogens and toxins in your body and allow it to detox. Remember to really hydrate very, very well. If you can take some time to kind of rest along with it, let your body have that fighting chance do. But whatever reaction you're getting is not a wrong reaction. It's just, it's got to get rid of the garbage. Yeah, really. It has to get rid of the garbage. It takes time. And I'm a huge advocate for going slowly and gently. Yeah. And nobody likes to be shocked. Your bodies don't like right. to be shocked to anything. If you can go gently, you actually have more sustainable results. Exactly. And you're going to sustain it more. Yeah. You know, it's a, um, I mean, I gave up meat for, more for an ethical reason. And there's still certain foods that I kind of miss, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you, yeah. you, you associate that, but I made that conscious choice. But it doesn't mean oh, I miss them. I've got to have them. 
You know, it's just like, oh, that would have been nice. But there's so many alternatives and ways of having what you used to have in a different way. And it's like, be imaginative. You know, yeah. go wondrous, be inquisitive. Okay, I can't eat this that way anymore. What can I eat that's alternative that I can be creative with and try yeah. something new? You've got to be willing to be open, open to receive on this journey because if you're closed in and narrow, then you are not going to heal. Yes, it does take a certain courage mm -hmm. to face that because being open takes a certain level of courage and facing that fear of, oh my gosh, I have change is hard. Change is hard. And a lot of people will not make change unless they're really pushed to it. And what I would love to offer all of you is you can make gentle changes that yes. are not that fearful and scary. But when you're sicker, it's scarier because you are sicker and then you want to make bigger changes, but you want to go slowly. You want to take it gently a step at a time and you will heal. That's the best approach. I've worked with thousands of people and some people go at it whole hog and then burn out after a yes. while. Of, right. So I don't want that. I want there to be consistency, mm. sustainability, longevity, a change of lifestyle. Completely. Change of lifestyle. It happens mm. with baby steps. I've been doing this. I've been on a healing journey for 15 years and I'm not here today doing what I'm doing today compared, like it didn't happen overnight. You're right. How I live my life, how we source farm fresh food, how we teach our three girls how to eat and teach them about the qualities of foods and what's good for them and what's not good for them. It's a journey. So, you know, and if you want to make this an exciting part of your life, it can be so much fun. You can find communities and helpful people we run communities as well to mm -hmm. help people feel like they have support because support matters when you're yes. healing um it matters to feel like you're not alone because if you're struggling with symptoms and your friends are not sick or they don't understand what you have going on it can become really isolating and if yes. you have to eat differently it can become really isolating so uh, there find the support we have so many avenues for support as well so you know if people are really interested and in knowing more or learning more learning to get support please i hope that you will reach out so you have this uh you know join the intuitive healing community is that the community you're talking about yes we have the intuitive healing community where um we i do a teaching call a month i i do a q a the biggest hallmark of our community is that we answer hundreds of health questions every month mm -hmm. and so people jump on we have a team of practitioners who are well versed in healing protocols and helping people understand how to heal and you can get that support every month or you can join for a month you can join for the year it's it's a fun place to be we have exactly a lot of and you know it's when you hear other people and you know what the experience they've had and you know we're, we're not you know drawings you know, we're, we're human beings and we're each going to have a different experience. Um, ultimate game is to be healthy and whole again, but we're going to go through different experiences on that journey of becoming healthy. And when we when we share what those other experiences are, then somebody who's going through that similar experience isn't going to be so fearful. Oh, oh that happened to you? Oh, okay, then that, no, no, that's all right. You know, yes. I'm not alone in it. And and that's what Absolutely. community is about, right? Is letting people know it's it's okay to have a different experience. Or, uh, you know, somebody else is also going through what you're going through and that's okay. Yes. 
it's it's a hundred percent the truth. You know, whether you have symptoms and you've never really had any support, um, and you don't know where to start, or whether you've had some help and support and it didn't really do anything for you, and you've given up hope because it yeah. didn't do anything for you, or you have all the help and support and you're seeing some results and but you're open to more and you're curious about more and you think there's more that can be done, then the community is a place for you. Exactly. You know, check it out. It's $67 a month. Um, You know, it's it's easy to come to. It's low cost. And we designed it that way so that we could get, we don't want to discriminate financially because many people who are chronically sick are. Oh yeah. They're chronically walleted. Yes. (laughs) Chronically walleted. I know. <laughs> we spend thousands of dollars on integrative and functional doctors and testing and yeah. you name it, right? So mm. many there. So we we it's a community for all. And I hope that it's not going to cost you thousands of dollars to have access to me and other amazing practitioners. And you can get all that for $67 a month and get support of people just like you who are struggling and need support every step of the way. So it's 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 there for you. So your site is? Munizaahmed.com. It's www.m-u-n-e-e-z-a. So M is in Mary, U, N is in Nancy, E-E-Z-A. A-H, M is in Mary, E is in Edward, D is in David.com. That's munizaahmed.com. And uh, the intuitive uh, healing community is exactly that. It's uh, which then go to your .com and then just put slash intuitive healing community. Right up at the top. So mm-hmm. you see membership community right at the top. You can click on that. And if, you know, if you're, if you'd like to test out what it's like to be in the community and you don't want to join yet, you can start with the free seven day video course, which is on my website, your roadmap to healing chronic illness and check that out. Right. And you're on Facebook health with uh, Muniza and Instagram. Muniza medical or medical underscore intuitive yeah. and in LinkedIn as well and on YouTube and you've got Muniza's favorites here everything is right here on your show page all they have to do is put in your name and selfdiscoverymedia.com and it uh, will come up and uh, you know I always say the best teachers are those that have gone through it you know because it's not just book learned you, you've taken what's been written you've taken what's what's working for people out there and, and created your own formula that you've now seen not only work for you and your family, but also worked for many others. And it's again, not a one size fits all. You customize for people, um, you know, tweaking what they need and, uh, and just again, the one step at a time. We didn't get sick overnight and we're not going to heal overnight. Uh, we've got to be kind to ourselves. And But it's also the journey of healing our bodies We'll heal our mind, heal our spirits, heal our souls and who you were at the beginning of it and who you are at the end of it. When you finally say, I feel whole, I feel in charge of my life, I feel well, you're going to find that you'll go in a different direction in life that is so much more meaningful to you as well. Absolutely. The truth. So much wisdom, Sarah. Thank you for sharing that. It's I hope I hope that, you know, people are inspired to have hope that they can heal. You can. Absolutely, you can. You've just got to be willing to take the journey and go through the process. And, you know, this isn't the only show where we've talked about, you know, the all the poisons and the, the you know, all the things that are in our system and about how important detoxing is and how important it is looking at our diet. It's a repetitive thing, but it's understanding that if we don't clean out 
then we've got something growing inside of us that's moved in and made themselves at home. And in yeah. doing so, they're degrading your body and degrading your life. And so it's time for the eviction notice. 100%. 100% agree. <laughs> I I hope that um, people will just remember one thing I want to share with them is a little story. So our pool developed some algae during the pandemic. And my husband wanted to fix this problem by himself. And he prides himself on understanding pool chemistry, but he's not a chemist. (laughs) (laughs) And I insisted he call the pool guys. He wanted to figure it out himself. So we said, okay. But after three weeks of tinkering and now a pool that's full of algae, he reluctantly calls the pool guys. And they told us it would have cost way less money and time to fix if he had just called three weeks earlier. Yes. I kept my mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Wise. And our our kids missed out almost a month of summer fun in the pool. Mm -hmm. And I just have to say, your health is more important than a pool or pretty much anything in your life. Or your ego. (laughs) Right. And don't wait to figure Mm -hmm. this out on your own. By trying to fix this yourself, you could potentially spend more money, feel far worse before you find the help you need to finally reverse your symptoms and your kids, kids miss out time, not just in the pool, but time with you. Yeah. You know, so your health is your wealth and you've heard this before, right? Health is your wealth. It's your medicine. Learn how to use it every day. Food is your medicine. It's so important. Health is your wealth. You want to give your family the best of you and it's something they will treasure forever. And your health is your wealth. When you have your health, you can truly live a life of your dreams. Abundantly. Abundantly. Simply abundantly. You know, I don't care how rich you are, how famous you are, how popular you are. You know, you get sick. And I've I've had this story with a woman with cancer. Her brother owned part of the Lakers. Their mother had died of cancer. He got cancer and it was the best that money could buy. They ended up operating on him four times, over-radiating him and killing him. And she went down an old Indian method called the two feathers and bought out 18 tumors out of her body and cured herself, right? And it's like, just because you have money doesn't mean you, you know, you still got to put in the work. You still got to do the due diligence. You still got to participate in your own well-beingness. You can't just buy the fix because right. very often that fix can backfire on you. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, it is your health is your choice. But the point is that you are giving them a choice and how to rebuild their health, rebuild their lives and live a life where their bodies match their own enthusiasm for life yes so much so which is really important so they can join the community they can look at the videos um can they place a call with you to to see if there is a synergy or a match or um we don't do discovery calls Mm -hmm. we used to but you're welcome to check out i do a free q a on instagram every thursday Mm -hmm. at 4 p.m eastern and we get there as unless I'm sick, I'm there. Right. <laughs> I'm not often sick. So we're there. We're answering your questions. If you want to get a flavor of how, what it's like to work with me, ask me a question. I aim to answer all the questions. So follow me on Instagram where you will hear, see the post go up to ask a question for the live Q&A. 
And I go on there and I literally just keep going and answering right. questions. So if you want to know more about me and get to know me a little bit better, the Q&A is a great place to come and talk to me on Instagram. People DM me hundreds of DMs every single day asking questions about their health and we keep directing them to where we can best support them. So yes, come along and join the family. Excellent. Uh, we are not in it alone, folks. You know, even though you feel, you know, why me? It's just me and all of that. No, you didn't do anything wrong. You're not being punished. It's just uh, things you didn't know, or you didn't understand, um, things that you thought that you were taking in that you thought were healthy and are not. And, you know, now it's time to actually understand what you are doing to your body. No blame, no shame, just time to take back control. And that means one step at a time. And I know for me, it means celery juice every morning. <laughs> that sounds great. And I actually forgot we recently started streaming on the 4 p.m. Q&A on all our channels. So Facebook, YouTube as well, Twitter, LinkedIn. We stream on all of them. So I forgot about that. So. Right. Wherever you are, if you're not on Instagram, you can find me on any of these other channels as Wonderful. well. Wonderful. And, you know, go and dip your toes in, ask the questions, hear the answers, you know, but please understand your health isn't going to get better until you participate in your health. And if you want your body to be fortified and be there for you, you've got to make sure that those pathogens and those toxins are out of your body because they're what's holding your body back. And that means you've got to put the right nutrition in your body to help rebuild it. Please be accountable for your own health. That's the only way you're going to find your own health wealth. Okay. Thanks Thank very much so for much. being with us here today, hon. Thank you. It's been an honor. It was a joy to speak with you. Right back at you. Right back at you. Until next time, folks, remember your health is your choice. And yes, you can heal. And we need you to heal because when you do so, your consciousness, your vibration, your frequency, everything rises and you now become part of the solution that we need in the world. So please go and get healthy and you'll find your life will change considerably. Until next time. Bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.